Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations, you know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. I want to talk for a minute about two things. I want to talk about how important it is for us to model our behavior for our children because they are watching and it is important that we speak kindly about ourselves, speak kindly about others, especially as they get to that age where they start to understand. And that's like two, three years old. Honestly, having a child has changed the way I approach life because I know for a fact these little people are watching the way I talk to my husband, the way I talk to myself the way I talk to others, and what I talk about. That means that, as you guys know, body image is super important. And that means that no matter how good or bad I feel, I have to push through and show that you should feel confident no matter what. I'm raising a little girl who I want to grow up to love every inch of herself. I'm raising a little boy who I want to grow up to be a respectful, loving young man. And I want them both to have good functioning adult relationships, romantic relationships when they get older and they meet people. So I need to model what a good marriage looks like. That doesn't mean that we don't fight. That doesn't mean that we always agree. That means that we work through problems and that if there is an issue, you know, they can see us as a team work through it together. And then when they grow up, they will learn how to work through it together. Just remember, we're modeling our behavior for our little ones. A cute moment is the other day I said, you know what, let's worship. And Mia said, yes, let's worship. And I put my hands up and she put her hands up and literally she's mimicking me. Cute moment, a sweet moment. We are literally modeling our behavior for our children. So if you hear like some weird noise in the background, my fan is running. Um, I'm recording from my bedroom and I don't know if your house is like this, but the top floor is just always warmer than the middle floor, and then of course the basement's the coolest. So my fan's running because it's like 88 degrees today. We had a nice day. Mia and Elliot got to get in the baby pool. The thing I hate about summer, okay, here's the thing I hate about summer. I know it's not officially summer, but I'm calling it summer, okay? Is that it gets warm, it gets nice out, and you just want to hang out outside, but critters live outside. I... And the mom at the park that's running away from the bee with her kids in her hands. For some reason, they are attracted to me. I don't know. And I'm not, t- I don't wear any scents. Like, I'm very specific 
about not wearing any type of fragrance lotion or anything during the summer because I know that bees are out, but they still end up following me. They still end up following me. So I hate, I absolutely hate that part of the summer. Um, if you're in the DMV, you know, duh, uh, and have cicadas, how's it going? We have not yet gotten them, but with the temperatures rising, I just check every morning to see if they have crawled out of the earth. So far, so good, but it does have me stressing a little bit. Um, I don't know about you, but I just can't, I hate the unknown. I hate waiting for things. And when I was pregnant with Elliot and Mia, that last trimester, specifically once you get to 36 weeks, it's just the waiting game because at that point your water could break, you could go into labor at pretty much any moment and you're just kind of waiting for it to happen and it that that period, if you are somebody who is pregnant and at the end of your trimester, I feel for you because I remember how just annoyed I was with it. Um, super big, super uncomfortable, super itchy, like my belly was so stretched out and the waiting it was hard because I wanted to plan things but I didn't want to plan them too far out in case I had the baby and I didn't want to plan them too soon because I needed things to occupy me you know to keep my mind off of when the baby was coming it's just a whole hoopla of a situation but yes the waiting game is not something I enjoy I don't like the unknown and um I think that's why these cicadas are just driving me insane because I know they're coming. I keep like stocking up on diapers and I'm like, let me slow down in case Elliot outgrows the diapers that I'm buying. But I just don't want to have to deal with anything while these bugs are in full swing. Ugh, like bugs are such a nuisance and really messing up my summer vibes. But we had a good time in the pool. It was a baby pool. I didn't want to blow up a big pool. I didn't want to blow up the bigger pool. So we have two pools. We have like a baby, baby pool and then like a bigger kid pool. This is a long conversation about pools, but the point is I didn't want to blow up the big one because it takes a longer time to, to blow up, a longer time to fill up if I'm going to have to just take it take it down and put it away because of the cicadas come. Like I already put Mia's water table into the basement um, back in our laundry area. I'm watching every day to see like when to put the baby baby pool back because I'm not interested in having these creatures come and like live or, you know, hatch or do whatever they're going to do. Like they shed their skin on our on our kid toy stuff, like on our pool and the the water table. She does have a toy car that's outside that I'm probably going to bring in as well after I clean it off tomorrow. But I'm not interested. In fact, we are waiting. I've had my eyes on this patio set, but we're waiting till these bugs come and go till we get it. And it's kind of like halting all my plans because I want people to come over. I'm ready to do the whole socializing thing. Um, but it's ugh, bugs ruining the warm weather vibes. Okay, so now I want to talk about two different things. 
One is for the past couple episodes, I've been whining and complaining about how I don't have that many mom friends. I do have a good couple from mom group that I would say are reliable that I probably could like hit up and plan something with. But like I've said, it's been really hard in this season of life to make mom friends. And so I did something I haven't done in a long time, which is download the peanut app. Now, this is not a sponsorship. This is just my real life. I wish it was a sponsorship. Peanut people get at me. But the peanut app is pretty cool because what it does is it allows you to connect with other moms in your area that have your same interests and even people who are not in your area if you're just looking for an online friend. Now, I'm looking for physical friends because I am like an extrovert, like to hang around people type of person. But the peanut app's cool. I've already started talking to and connecting with some other mamas. Um, Obviously, I just downloaded the app today, so I haven't, like, met anyone in person or done anything. But it's cool because it shows, it provides, you know, I downloaded, okay, here's the backstory. I was like, let me look for a friend-making app. Now, I used the peanut app when I first had Mia, and I don't know why I didn't think of it. But I heard that you could use Bumble and just look for friends. So I thought, let me download Bumble. Now, if you don't know what Bumble is, it's actually a dating app. However, they do have an option to just look for friends. I don't know if it really works because I quickly deleted my Bumble account because it just felt weird. And I feel like when if something feels weird, just do, just listen to your gut, do what you got to do. And the reason why I think it felt weird is that years ago, years, years, years ago, um, back when Ethan and I, we were engaged, we were not married yet. Um, my best friend was dating my other best friend and she downloaded an app and started talking to some people, guys, and um, not really girls, but like guys, but just as friends on the app, which sounds kind of shady looking back at it. But in my head, yeah, I could see you just wanting to make friends. I want friends too. So she downloaded this app. And when she was on this app talking to guys and it turned into a whole fight between her and her boyfriend at the time. And so when I downloaded this Bumble app, I thought, hmm, does this seem shady? Now, let me repeat. Bumble is typically a dating app. However, when you set up your profile, you could do Bumble dating or Bumble. It says like Bumble BFF. And that just means you're looking for friends. So when I got on the app and I finished my profile, I was looking through other profiles and it was just women. So it was nothing shady. But the fact that it's a dating app and you, I was using it to look for friends, like literally in 10 minutes, I had made my profile, uploaded it swiped through a couple pictures and then deleted it because it was weird but the peanut app feels more genuine I don't know why because I guess you can kind of message other moms and let me tell you it is kind of awkward this is somebody who has never online dated okay I have never online dated in college online dating was just sort of becoming a thing tinder did come out when I was like a junior in college or at least that's when I learned about it But at that point, I had been dating my now husband, and before then, I just never really had the chance to get on a dating app. So this weird thing where you're, like, initiating conversations with other moms is awkward because it's essentially kind of like a job interview 
but you're interviewing for a friend. So I'm like, hey, I'm a fun-loving, bubbly girl, rosé all day, millennial, but I love Jesus and adventures too. So I'm trying to like formulate what should my profile say, right? Because I want people to know that I'm not judgmental. Like I, I support all people. I love all people, right? But I love Jesus and I love wine and I love Marshall's and I love the beach and I have kids. So it's just weird to formulate all of this into a profile. And then I just started like messaging some women like, hey, how are you today? And it's a little bit, it definitely has like a, it's a little bit awkward. And I'm trying to think of creative ways to keep the conversation going so I can meet these people in person. But it just is just a funny experience that this is what it comes to. However, the app does this, has this one cool feature where it's kind of like little groups. So this morning I would I listened in on one group. It's kind of like a Zoom call, but there's it's not with video, it's just with audio and you can um unmute yourself or mute yourself. So you come onto the um this group and you're automatically muted but if you want to say something you can press like the microphone button to speak and so this morning's group was coffee and jesus or coffee and prayer and i thought it was so cool that there's all these little groups on there's a ton of groups it was just like sleeping myth there was one that was talking about postpartum it's just like talking about just like mom's hangout and you can start one of these little groups and just literally chat with other women and so i like that because like the coffee and Jesus. People are sharing testimonies, people are praying, and it's over a morning coffee. And I thought that was so cool and so cute. And it, it allows you to connect to the other people. Like if you needed to just message somebody in an instant, you could find one of those groups and talk to somebody like right now. So anyway, use the peanut app. So far, so good. Um, I actually saw a mom friend that I'm friends with on there and I was like, oh, hey. I waved at her. I like messaged her on the app to be funny. I know I'm not funny. I'm kind of corny, whatever. Um, I'm cheesy, but that's just my personality. Uh, but that's what I've been using. And if you're a mama in an area looking for friends, do it because it, it seems like all the moms on the app have the same problem. They're the first of their friends to have kids. They move to a new area. They don't know how to make new, new mom friends. And here's what I'll say too here's something I realized. Having little kids, babies, right? Baby, having babies is when you really need a tribe, but it's hard. And I say a tribe, like a mom squad, but it's hard to form that squad when you're not doing baby activities. So we've been in COVID lockdown for over a year. I know everything just opened up. We don't need to talk about that, but We've been in COVID lockdown for over a year and our kids may have not been doing activities just, you know, cautiously. Mia just started soccer. I still haven't met a friend at soccer to be friends with yet. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just haven't met another mom yet. I guess because it's just a busy time. And when your kids don't go to school, there's no one to interact with. So that's what I realized that because Mia is not in school yet, Yes, she's doing soccer. There's not really an opportunity for me to connect and click with another mom. There's just not the space for it. And so... Sorry, guys. 
it's late, I'm tired. Um, I just haven't done that. And I realized that, like, once your kids are in school, obviously, Mia will be in activities. I will be seeing the same parents at pickups and drop-offs. I can chat to th- with the parents in the classroom. Mia will have a friend and say, I want this person to come over, and then I'll have to talk to their mom. But before school, there's no way to meet friends. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. All right. Now, I can admit that I can be emotional and I can be dramatic and that I can be moody, even if I don't want to be moody. It's just it's just a fact of life. And for the past couple of days, maybe even past couple of weeks, I've been in like a funky space where I like some days like today where I feel pretty good. The sun is shining. I got my vitamin D. I went outside with the kids like there wasn't a whole lot of things for me to do around the house. I mean, I could have folded laundry, but I told myself that's not what I'm doing this week. I will do it this weekend. So the dishes were done and I was just working on work and I was in a fine mood. But when I woke up this morning, I was in an emotional state. I woke up feeling out of place, like out of whack. And I know it's because this season of life, which I talk a lot about seasons of life, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. I'm not sure. I was feeling unsure about my life path. I was feeling unsure about, you know, my passion is mamas. Um, Being in the mommy world, it's super, super saturated with mommy bloggers and mommy TikTokers and mommy YouTubers. And I'm thinking, like, well, what else do I have to offer to people I'm sure there's a person for everyone already out there and God, do I need to like change my focus? Should I get into real estate? Should I, um, maybe I need to like switch gears and I'm thinking about, okay, so what did I want to be in college? What types of careers were I looking at? What do I feel like is my purpose? And then I turned on, um, Elevation Church. As you guys know, that's my church. I love to listen to them. I love Steve Furtick. And I w- my intention was to listen to Holly Furtick. She preached on Mother's Day. I haven't listened to that one. And I thought, I'm going to go back and listen to Holly. And I'm sure, I'm sure she'll have something for me that can help me get me through this time. Because I feel like I'm in a season where I'm in a cycle and I don't like the cycle. I feel like I'm in the cycle of I have a dream or I have a goal like for when it used to be and it still kind of is to 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 work for myself. Actually that is a goal to work from home and to quit my job and that was the big life-changing thing I was going to do. Right? And so I prayed and I cried and every day it was hard and every day I cried, but I knew I was one step closer and then things completely switched. And it's kind of like whiplash hit me and I'm, I'm still kind of like recovering from that where I'm not sure. Okay. Career wise, I'm doing very well, um, at my job right now. And that's good. You know, that's a good thing. It's not necessarily, you know, what I want in this life. Like, it's not like my, you know, dream job situation, but it's fine. I'm doing really good in the career I am now. It pays, you know, pretty well and great benefits, super good for my family, but you know, it's missing the, um, some things for me. I'm I'm missing my creative outlet and, you know, I really just want to do mom stuff. And so, um, I'm listening to Steve Furtick talk and he's talking about how 
whenever you start a project, and I have started a couple small projects, this podcast is one of them, right? And I wanted this podcast to be uncensored. I wanted you to be able to hop on every week and listen to a real person that is somebody who is of faith, but walks in love and just lives everyday struggles that you can relate to. But his sermon was on whenever you're in the beginning of your calling, right? Pretty much, I'm summarizing. In the beginning of your calling, in the beginning of your project, in the beginning of your purpose, whenever you're beginning to walk in the path that you're supposed to, you're going to get hit with the most resistance. And so I was feeling really frustrated because I feel like I'm getting hit with a lot of, like there was just like a not a negative going on, negative conversations with friends, negative feelings around um, where I am, a lot of confusion about where I'm supposed to be going and what I'm supposed to be doing, a lot of fear about not knowing what the future holds and what I should do about it. And when you're in the beginning and you're walking in the beginning of your path, the beginning of your purpose, the beginning of your calling, you're going to get hit with a lot of resistance, right? Because that's when you're at the weakest. That's when you yourself are unsure and feeling feeling out what you're supposed to do. So of course you get all of this resistance then because you're weak then and you don't know how to handle it. But as you continue to go through this this path and this journey, you get stronger. The other thing is to protect your projects and protect your purpose from other people. And it's not because you shouldn't trust other people. It's not because you shouldn't love other people. It's not because you don't need support. It's because other people, and this is very true in my life, other people don't see your dreams, don't see your plans the way God does. They see them on a human level. Well, that's too big. That's too scary. That sounds dumb. No one's going to get that. We don't need the the market's not for you. Who would buy that product? Why would you try to even do that? You're not this or that. You're not skinny enough. You're not pretty enough to be on camera. You are um you haven't written in years. What do you mean you're going to write a book? Like whatever it is, whenever you have a a plan, a calling or a purpose, right? Whenever you have a dream, Sometimes it's a big dream and not everyone has big dream goggles. And in fact, people can't see past your human abilities or your human inabilities, your human experience or your human lack of experience. So to say, hey, I'm going to do this, this, this and this, you let other people know it in on your plan. You let other people know your plan, and then they say things that kind of derail you, that shake your confidence. And when you're just starting out your purpose, your project, your path, you don't need your confidence shaken any more than than what it's going to be because you yourself are going to doubt yourself, okay? So listening to this message, I heard a lot of good things. And even reiterating it now, I'm hearing a lot of good things of, okay, I know that I have these three goals in mind, these three goals, these three big dreams in mind. I know that some of it is crazy. Some of it seems impossible. Some of it sounds like one in a million. So on a level, I need to keep those to myself because I don't need anyone's negative thoughts or fears or opinions or 
you know, their limitations to be set on me. Two, what's meant for you can't be taken from you. What's meant for you can't be taken from you. So if you are meant to do X, Y, or Z, if you are meant to move to wherever, if you are meant to marry this person, if you are meant to get this promotion, if you are meant to, you know, do this career, if you are meant to have this child, if it is for you, it can't be taken from you. Now, consequently, if it's not for you, you can't force it. And this could be, this is a good saying for a friend dealing in relationships. If it's not for you, you can't force it. If that man is not treating you right and hasn't for the past three years, you can't force it. If, you know, that guy has cheated on you and you think if I do this, he'll be nicer, you can't force that. And so there is something to be said about, you know, all marriages have and not just marriages, relationships, friendships even have hiccups, have setbacks, have, um, you know, peaks and valleys and have times where everything is great and things, times where things are a little bit harder. There's, there's more challenges. I'm not saying not to work through those challenges. I'm talking about if this person has never been there for you, if this person has turned their back on you, if this person has cheated on you numerous times, if this person has ever dared hit you touched you you can't force them to change they have to want to change and if it's meant for you you can't stop it if it's not meant for you you can't force it so I would always say walk away from whatever negative situation if it's a friendship if it's a relationship if it's whatever and if you are meant to have that friend or be in that relationship that person will come back better that person will come back to you and you will be able to move forward from there. But you shouldn't have to chase somebody like a puppy. That's not what we're supposed to do in this life. Anyway, so when it comes to circumstances, what's meant for you can't be stopped. And what's not meant for you can't be forced. I was trying to force myself to quit my job. And I very well could have. I could have just said, you know what, I'm not going to do it. But instead, I said, let me take a risk. I'm still working from home. I will move into this next position. Turns out I really like this next position. I'm able to see Elliot is just barely starting to crawl. Like he scoots around. So he's in the scooting phase. But today, for the first time, he got on his hands and knees and moved backwards. So let me say that he crawled backwards, right? But I witnessed his technical first crawl. I wouldn't have done that any other way. I also wouldn't have been able to afford the staycation or the vacations that were going on this summer if I quit. So regardless, right now I'm seeing, you know, what was meant for me couldn't be stopped. I'm doing well. I just got an award at work. Like things are going really, really well. Whereas I was trying to force a different scenario. I was trying to force a different life and it wasn't meant for me. Anyway, so I just wanted to encourage you guys there because I've been in a funk thinking, God, what do you want me to do with my life? And I, what I hear God saying and what I hear God saying now is I want you to do exactly what you're doing. You want to go big or go home, but you are home. I need you to focus on what you are doing. The next step will come naturally. 
That's Those are the exact words I'm hearing from him. So anyway, I just wanted to encourage you that way. But I was listening to Elevation and I was like, oh my goodness, I needed to hear this message for sure. Something I talked to Ethan about this week was how we're living in the best times. And these are really, really hard times, but they're really the greatest. And I just wanted to remind you that if you're having a hard week, if your kids aren't listening, if it's um, been a really hard week with work or with school, that look at your babies and this could be the best time. I Eventually, they'll grow up and leave the nest. And if they have, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. So snuggle those babies hard and it's okay to hold them and cry. Mia has seen me cry so many times in this life. She's always so sweet and comforting. Oh, mommy, don't be sad. Oh, mommy, I love you. Oh, it's okay. She wipes my tears. And I think that's a good that she sees that that self-expression. She sees it's okay to cry. Um, Because I think so. Actually, I know of people who have grown up where their parents told them not to cry. Don't look weak. Don't do that. Where, where crying isn't a sign of weakness. Um, I think it's a sign of strength. It's okay to release that. If you hold it all in, it's not good for you. Now, if you cry over everything, it's not good for you either. But it's okay to um, to cry. So this week in my marriage, things are going, you know, pretty good. There, there were times this week where I was really resentful. And then there were times this week where I was like, you're the greatest man ever. And I think that's normal. Um, but what we've been doing is just playing little text questions all day long so that we're still kind of chatting and tax season is over guys. Tax season was so brutal. Ethan was working three hours of overtime a night, some nights, sometimes two hours of overtime every night. So he wasn't getting off work till like seven o'clock. And at that point, Elliot's going to bed. I'm getting Mia ready for bed. I've made dinner. Um, he's too tired to clean up dinner and our house was a mess and these past couple days he's had like short like maybe an hour overtime max sometimes 30 minutes today he had no overtime and so it's just really nice that tax season is over and we're kind of getting that break now overtime money of course is great but the overtime stress is not is not worth it um there's this game that we're gonna get it's called the and and it's a good couples game. I know it has like a lot of good prompts for questions. I haven't bought it yet, but um, someone recommended it to me and I'm going to get that so that we could spend some time together because we were just chatting on uh, Sunday about how it's been really long since we've had a date, like over a year since we've gone out just us. Um, we have had alone time just us, but not much. And so we're looking to really reconnect and to connect because we've been in like autopilot survival kids work mode that it's been really hard for us to have fun with each other and honestly having time with your partner is so crucial in getting the the stuff done during the week because it just makes you nicer it makes you more aware it makes you um understand their feelings more and When I look at me and him, we bicker, 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 bicker. I saw a TikTok. It was like Pisces and Taurus, and that's us. They fight, we bicker, bicker, bicker all day long, but they're the people who would, like, kill for each other, take a bullet for the other. And it's so true, like, don't come for my man. 
I can go for him, but like I can come for him, but you can't. And also we do bicker, but we like the debate. It's not fighting. It's not like we're fighting all the time. We just like a little spark. We like to bicker a bit. That's just who we are. Um, but it was really funny when we saw that. And I really like that. So as the weather gets warmer, it's time to get outside and do fun activities. I'm talking about you could do scavenger hunts with your kids. That's one of my favorite um, things to do when I'm taking a walk with Mia is we'll um, play I Spy or I will come up with a list of things for her to find while we're going for a walk. Um, it's time to explore the parks. So I we moved in last May. I was pregnant. I was really happy with my house. I just didn't leave my house. We moved to a new house. Um, this May, I am not pregnant. I have Elliot, obviously, and I have Mia. And I'm excited to really get to know the area that I live in better. Because it's nice. It's cute. But I haven't been to all the parks yet. There's a really cool winery I want to check out where you can reserve either a fire pit or you could reserve a picnic table and bring your kids and they serve pizza and um, sangria and it just seems like a really good time so I'm looking to do that um, with some moms hopefully and really just get through these cicadas and get on to Father's Day and after that I'll be focusing on Mia's third birthday in July and I can't I can't wait. So something I did realize is that sometimes you wait to live your life. And recently I have been really changing my mindset with that. So for instance, you might wait to wear an outfit for a special occasion. And it's okay to buy an outfit for a specific special occasion and say, I'm not going to wear it till then. But I have bought many outfits, like Okay, I'm not sure where that cut off because my phone, I set my phone to um, to limit the use of certain apps. And so typically I record the podcast from my phone, if not from my computer, and it just cut me off because I it's 8 o'clock and it's time to turn off all of my apps. Literally the only apps I can a- access after 8 are my messages and like the one to call people, I can, you know, bypass my screen time setting, but I set it so that in the evening I could have quiet time, could wind down and could just stop getting on social media. Cause I do feel like social media was affecting me negatively, but also I wanted to, um, say that it is eight o'clock and the sun is still shining bright. And it's one of the reasons why I love and hate summer because it's eight o'clock. It really is time for the kids to be winding down to go to bed, but who wants to go to bed when the sun's out? So I find that I stay up a little bit later in the summer, but here's what I also love. I wake up at 6am and the sun is also shining. And so I love waking up early and having the sun shine. I really, really thrive in this weather. I do not do well in the winter, guys. It's really hard, but I do really well now. Um, I'm bouncing Elliot, if that's what, if you hear me sounding kind of funny right now. I'm trying to put him back to sleep because I started talking and woke him up. But yeah, so when, and I love it because it's like, it, the sun is out, so you can really hang out with friends late, but what, when, I do kind of wish the sun set at like 7 p.m. in the summer, because kids do need to go to bed, they can't be up all night, and I do want to do some nighttime activities with them, 
um, like projector movie night in the backyard and like the fire pit. But for the baby, it just gets to be not dark. You know, by the time it's dark, it's like way past his bedtime. So he needs to be asleep. But that's just motherhood struggles is dealing with freaking the time of day and light, like daylight savings. And honestly, I don't know why we still do daylight savings. But right now I'm benefiting from, I guess, daylight savings. I don't really know. I'm because it's eight and it's still light out. So I'm awake and still have energy. And in the morning it's light out. So I enjoy that. But once it starts getting dark at 4 p.m. again, I don't even want to think about it, guys. We're not going to talk about it. We're just going to wait until fall comes and we'll deal with it then. I don't know if you guys are Comcast users or not, but I am. And I've been having major connection issues lately. Um, So, and both me and my husband work from home. I know it's not like an isolated incident because I've talked to a couple people of Comcast and they have been having issues. And on top of that, one of my friends said that he was at a business and they're he tried to use a card to pay and they're like no we only can take cash because our our internet's down and that's really bad if you know your business and the internet's not working so whatever is going on comcast fix yourself i'm not paying any more than i am i wish i could get files before you guys hit me up saying just get files the only reason i have comcast is because the area i live does not carry files so when we move to our next home that will be a major factor will be our internet provider um because this really sucks this is your weekly reminder to not compare yourself to other moms okay just because trisha has the perfect birthday party every year her house is always spotless doesn't mean she's a better mom than you are We never know what each other is going through. We're all gangster mommies. We are all killing it. And it's just important to remember that. I had to remind myself that this week when I was just surfing the internet, looking at the social medias, and I saw these moms that seem to be perfect. And they are great. They are killing it. But I'm killing it in my own way as well. So that's your friendly reminder that you are a boss. So here's something else I wanted to talk about. If you keep hearing a little engine, Elliot's playing with a toy. I cannot stop him, but I really just want to finish up this episode is how in 2021, everything is a political issue and I hate it. Okay. So I don't understand why. So like I was saying is I don't understand why in 2021, everything is a political issue. There's so many TikToks about the state of the world we're in now. So now we're in a place where a good number of people have been vaccinated. And if you are vaccinated going by the honor system, you don't have to wear your mask to go into stores anymore or to be outside. The mandate's been lifted, at least in Maryland, it has been. And so there's all these political issues where... People who do are vaccinated still want to wear a mask because they feel safer, but they don't want to come off across as uh, come across off uh, come across as someone who isn't a vaccinator. And then people who aren't vaccinators now want to wear their masks because people um, 
Like, who knows who's lying? And it's this whole weird system. And I want to understand why everything has to be a political issue. Now, I understand why the num- the original, like, five topics are. And I get it. There, there are things that divide us. But the country sh- reopening should be uniting us. The country reopening after over a year should be reuniting us. We shouldn't be looking across the aisle going, ugh, she's wearing a mask. She didn't get vaxxed. Oh, she must be a conservative. Or, oh, he's not wearing a mask. He for sure took that poison vaccine. And now that liberal's walking around the world. I don't know. Whatever the case is. One, if you support the vaccine, if you're comfortable getting the vaccine, just do it. If you're not, don't. Unfortunately, COVID affects us all as a community. So I feel like that's part of the reason why it's so political, because at the end of the day, we are all affected. We literally all are affected by COVID. The whole country was shut down. We've all been affected, but it doesn't make someone a good or bad person if they're trying to work through and sort out what they feel about the vaccine. I personally got went ahead and got vaccinated, but after doing a lot of research and coming up with the decision that, you know what, God's got me. If he doesn't want me to get it, he'll stop me before they inject me, and that's how I'm going to live my life. However, I wasn't the first to sign up to get it. So I understand everyone's hesitancy. I also understand maybe not wanting to get it. I weighed a lot of the options. I knew that if I did get the vaccine, that Elliot and I was going to force Mia to to drink some breast milk and get some antibodies to protect them because there's nothing for kids. That kind of motivated me. My kids motivated me. I was like, hmm, this could actually maybe protect them. Now, if you don't want to get the vaccine, don't. I get it. I get it. I get the skepticism. I get it. So just do your research based on science. Only look at scientific evidence when it comes to the vaccine. You are not going to CNN. You are not going to Fox. You are not going to go there to get information on the vaccine. You need to be looking at scientific evidence and then you can make an informed decision. When I went to college, random side note, they taught us how to look at good information. They taught us the biases of news, which we know, like the news is always going to be biased. And they taught us how to find neutral, basic information. That's what you need to do when it comes to this vaccine. And if you're vaccinated, high five, good for you. If you don't want to get vaxxed because you're nervous about it, I understand the hesitancy. It doesn't have to make us hate each other. It doesn't have to cause another internal war because the tension in America, it is thick. And I am sick of it. I am sick of the tension. So everything does not need to be a political issue. I understand that, you know, you might feel like people are dying, just get vaccinated to protect all of us. And if, and I also understand that you might not think the vaccine's 100% safe. It's newer. Like, what are we going to do about that? I get it. I get it. I don't even get flu shots. I get it. <laughs> like, I, I never get flu shots. I just kind of like don't get the flu. So I understand both sides of the fence. I understand. But if we all just look at each other and treat each other with decency and understand we're all working through it, and if you really are a good person, if you are not vaccinated, you will wear a mask. 
because you understand that, you know, you could still transmit COVID. And if you are vaccinated, honestly, personally, I'm still wearing my mask for now. Um, I'm like, what if this is an experiment and then more of us die? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what any of this means. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that Jesus loves us. He loves the little children of the world and we should love each other. And that needs to be how we move going forward. It's just loving each other. We're allowing differences and differences of opinion. We take that and we stop treating each other like humans. And then I get disgusted by this immature behavior where it's like, if you support this one person, then you're a bad person. If you support that one person, you're a bad person. If you do this, you're uneducated. If you do that, you're stupid. I'm tired of it, okay? Where and when and when and where are we going to start caring about the contents of each other's character? And if you are out there bashing other people, check yourself because that's saying a lot about your character. I have sat through seasons of life, seasons of presidents where I've been uncomfortable. And not just presidents, like governors, principals, um, deans at my school, where I didn't, I didn't want them. I didn't agree with them. But what did I do? I said, okay, this is, I have to bite the bullet on this one and just focus on my life, stay in my lane. And too many of us are going zigzag and driving all over the road when we should be in each other not in each other's, in our own lanes, bebop into our favorite hits from the 90s, glancing over, doing a wave, doing a smile. We're not cutting each other off, no zigzags, straight line, minding our own business and supporting each other, okay? Everything doesn't need to pull us apart. And that's where I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted from the political nature of our of, of, of 2021 and 2020. I'm tired of it. Do not talk to me about politics. Do not talk to me about presidents unless it's Obama. Do, and it's nice. Do not talk to me about um, polarizing issues. I don't want to talk about it right now. I need a mental break. I want to talk about being a good mom. I want to talk about being a good friend. I want to talk about being a good, good wife. I want to talk about the hard days of motherhood. I want to talk about adventures. I want to talk about giggles. I want to have fun. I want to talk. I want to dance. And I want to live my life. So I hope that you will do the same. All right. I'm just preaching because like, like Michael Jackson said, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, right? So it doesn't matter if it's vaxxed or not. We're not getting into a debate. Okay, we're here for support. And if you listen to this podcast, I know you're one of the good ones in everything. And we're all being good people and loving each other. We can be frustrated. We can agree on different, we can disagree on different topics. But that's not what this community is for. We are bound together by motherhood. (laughs) Okay, so I'm done with that tangent. I'm sorry. I just, I saw so much political, so much, like just so much. I'm just so over the political polarizing of every single issue. Like, why can't we just make a decision and let it be what it is? Why does it have to be a conservative or liberal thing? Why does it have to be a right or wrong thing? Why can't we just say, okay, the governor opened up the government. Cool. Moving on. Why? Why can't it be that simple? 
So with that being said, that is all I have for this week. I am going to go ahead and start dinner, pick up my crying six-month-old, and run outside to check to see if we have cicadas. I will talk to you guys next week. Make sure you're following on Instagram at ChristianMomUncensored. Make sure you're following on TikTok at CMomUncensored. And I will talk to you all soon. I love you all, every single one of you. You get a virtual hug. You get a virtual hug. You get a virtual hug. Your shoes are cute. Your face is beat. That hair is laid. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're strong. Have a great week. I will talk to you next week.